0: Welcome once again to our episode where we have something very unique for you here. We have two short episodes uh, called Transformers Action Blast and In Search of Energon, which were two Flash animations that were three minutes long that were for the Hasbro's website in the year 2008. Florida. is it Sparkcast? <laughs> All right, so here we go. And for your hosts, I'm Sean, Thomas, Sammy. And together we are The Sparkcast. Sparkcast.
1: <laughs> we'll get better. If you go
0: if, if you go to YouTube and just type in Transformers Action Blast, you can find this and watch this before it's 3 minutes out of your time and you can understand just what we're going to be talking about and what we're confused about. Oh, also look for Transformers in Search of Energon is the second and final episode of this short-lived series.
1: It, I'm glad it was short-lived.
0: <laughs> well, the first episode is is basically an origin of the Transformers, which is very similar to how we saw in episode one, how the Transformers had a war and got to Earth, but... Remember... Episode one? Episode one of G2? Of G1. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So,
1: I mean, it could be of G2. It's the same <laughs> episode.
0: There was already a big difference in how the war started. They basically said the Autobots and the Decepticons were at war, and then a leader rose through the ranks called Megatron. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, Megatron didn't start the war, he was now one of the leaders the later leaders
2: of the movement yeah that was the first, one of the first things that caught my attention and, just, and i never really thought about that so i went to ask is that something that in my fan fiction so it's only no, I'm just kidding I'm, i don't have fanfiction. i I, I assume that maybe there <laughs> was something have fan fiction, with the comics where like they kind of explored cybertron and cybertron politics in the civil war before they actually went, left the planet and stuff like In that, each... like it made me think that, like, was there somebody? Uh, could there have ever been anybody else that was also like evil? That could have also have taken the role of leader of this rat bat of uh, one of these evil sides. <laughs> rat Megatronus, he's the, he's the idol leader. What was that?
1: Megatronus. Uh, That's the, hell... the only one that could have been, but he still wasn't technically.
0: What about the fallen?
1: What series?
0: Oh, he was from the old Dreamwave comics that they used for the second movie.
1: Yeah.
0: The yeah, guy okay, who looks why like I Optimus Prime. He's Optimus Prime, only he's black. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and light glows out of his mask like he's powered by the sun or something, or coal, or I don't know. Nice. It was some flashback thing that miniseries. I don't know. The Dreamwave is kind of a blur, those comics comic books. It but, really is. But anyway, we're back to
2: this animation. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal for them to say that. It, it just, it was an interesting thing. I mean, I mm-hmm. assume that there was probably, like, Megatron didn't start the Civil War. Maybe he did, or whatever. I
1: mean, I, I, like, to me, it's actually kind of weird, because it, pretty much everything has been, the people who started it has been Megatron and Optimus. Like, they're the ones who started the Autobots and Decepticons. Maybe the war's been going on before that, but definitely not the factions.
0: At least in Optimus's case... He was always just a, a regular guy that became a leader as the war was already going on.
1: Yeah, that's true, because Orion Pax, like Orion Pax turns into Optimus. Yeah, even in the video games I just yeah. played uh, before, it's like, hey, you're the
0: leader now. And it's just like, okay, just jumps you right there as he's a leader for the first time.
2: Huh. Oh, maybe in a later episode we can talk about who was the leader before who took over who was who was the leader before Optimus took over. Uh, it depends That's on great. the continuity you're in. So, all right, there's a whole episode.
3: <laughs> Cybertron, our home, for a time peace reigned supreme. But like any civilization, the halls of power soon grew darkened with greed, malice, and corruption. Those who sought freedom were oppressed. And in time, our kind was split in two. The heroic Autobots and the warlike Decepticons bent on controlling our life-sustaining resource, Energon. As our power source, Energon, faded, so did our chance for peace, giving rise to conflict, war, and death. Forged in the fires of battle, a Decepticon leader soon arose. A twisted mind with a twisted vision, Autobots would learn to tremble at the very mention of his name, mega But where there are shadows, there is also light. And with the discovery of an ancient relic known only as the Matrix, I became the newest in a line of Autobot leaders. The hope that keeps our kind alive. I... I am Optimus Prime! In our endless search for Energon, the Autobots took to the stars. As always, the Decepticons were never far behind. The chase raged on throughout the galaxy. We thought all was lost. But we, the Autobots, have survived. Now, on Earth, Our battle does not end here. Autobots, transform and roll out.
1: I have so many problems with this. I, I, like, I didn't even, like, you guys were talking about, like, all the origins of the words that they were saying, but I was sitting here the whole time being like, why does this voice acting sound awful? No, no, it, I'm right
2: there with you, Sammy. I had the same immediate reaction. I,
1: I, and for the fact, also, you know what, maybe it would have been better if it was the narrator, but because the, it ended it with, but uh, this is the story of Optimus Prime, me, and I'm me. just like, whatever, and I'm like. <laughs> It was like I was like, okay, this voice sounds kind of whatever.
2: It's, I don't really like it, but okay, that's fine for the narrator. But then it's like, oh no, this voice is the voice of Optimus. That doesn't sound like an Optimus type character at all.
1: Oh, no.
0: well, what's funny is when he actually said, "I am Optimus Prime." That actually was the only good line narrated throughout that. I thought I was like, you know, this I, actually sounds good now. And then it, and
2: then like before that, I it, mean, was kind it had of a little bit of emotion compared to everything else. Sure, but I it's think still... my
1: favorite. My favorite line out of that was when he was like, "And death," and I'm like, (laughs) "Oh God, why are you so happy?" Or just say it like not like like I don't know some remorse in your voice. Not yeah, man. There's a lot of death going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard death, I was like, "This is a kids' show. You can't use the word death." What is wrong with you? That was my immediate reaction because I grew up, you know, in the '80s, never hearing what the word death was i had (laughs) no idea that that concept didn't even exist because i didn't know the word
2: then the the only other weird thing that kind of just caught my attention was i guess going along with like they're kind of changing around the origin story they make it to earth which just seems like modern-day earth because their ships crash and they fly over cars and civilization's already here like they didn't crash millions of years before oh yeah that's
0: right they didn't sleep
1: that's true that's true
0: but here's another thing. So, on this show, we've had apathetic Optimus Prime in multiple occasions. We've also had some pretty nihilistic views. Uh, this is nihilistic Optimus Prime. The opening narration says, Like all civilizations, it eventually became corrupted. I was like, holy sh-. What nihilistic view do you have that you say everything will always end and be corrupted by evil because that is just what always happens to anything in the world. I mean, he's not wrong.
2: I I, uh, I heard that, and I just immediately just went past that. I was like, I'm not going to have that conversation with Optimus. I'm not going to have it with the robot. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. But yeah, I mean, it was a short... I mean, there wasn't really much to say outside of that. I mean, it kind of does its own thing. I... I
1: don't know. I, I do want to. I want to point out just one more thing. Uh, that was the laziest transformation I've ever seen in a thing. I think their arms just slid inside their bodies, and then suddenly they oh, were yeah, cars. You know what? Yeah. Yes,
2: I forgot. Yeah, I forgot.
1: <laughs> so when he was transforming,
2: this the way that everything is animating. It reminds me of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like the old Adult Swim show where. Don't, We'd no, have bad special them. effects and bad animation, and that's the joke. But you remember this is this is a flash animation. It's... Aqua Teen
1: Hunger Force was also flash. But was it for kids? This is <laughs> yeah, for kids. Also, but this is MLP... for
0: HasbroKids.com.
1: So... There are so many My Little Pony was also Flash, and that looks great. Aqua Teen Hunger Force looks great. This is like a new ground short from 2000 when you said 2008 i was like this came out in 2008 is that what you said 2008 aqua teen like that was
0: older than that i believe but that was oh yeah uh, okay so the same company (laughs) we're just so upset (laughs) the same company that made this made two my little pony flash animations for the same site as well as (laughs) some flash gi joe games for the internet and mobile phone around the same year But they also did a a CG G.I. Joe called H-I-S-S, which used the characters from the movie, from what I saw from the first episode, but in a a CG form. And that's what I found on their main website, what this company has done before.
2: Yeah, I mean... uh... I assume it's a small company. They probably were able to get the contract or whatever because they probably just do it at a really low cost.
0: Well, here's the thing. It says they had only a few weeks and with very little budget to complete the first episode is what it says on the actual blog of the company um, website.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that would also explain the voices too in the writing because if they had only so little time, they probably just used somebody in their team. And I did notice a lot of stock
2: sound effects and stuff like that there was also but they also one thing I did notice I don't know if it was this episode or the next but it probably happened in both episodes Mm -hmm. there was a scene transition where they well no it wasn't a scene transition Megatron was walking around so it probably was the second episode Mm -hmm. but instead of you know using a sound effect where it's just clanking robot just walking around they used the, the the stock Transformers transformation sound as the sound of him just coming into frame. He's not transforming, but then they play that sound <laughs> effect. So I noticed that, and I was like, that's just so wrong. I mean, like, everybody should know what that sound is for and how it should be used. He's just transforming his foot <laughs> <Like> <laughs> to move
3: around.
0: Yes. Yeah, the company he worked for was called Kunoichi K U N O I C H I. Sure. Uh, the person who did uh, most of the stuff and oh, Kunoichi, yeah, Japanese, yeah. And so it was just pretty interesting seeing all the other stuff they did as well. But I'm kind of wondering what they did before this that got them hired uh, to do that in the first place. If it was like, um, I don't know, it just seems very interesting how you would just be a small company that just gets hired to work on this massive property like
1: this. Yeah, for sure. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird. So, uh,
0: anything else on that? Or are we going to episode two? Episode 2! Episode 2, In Search of Energon. Now here, in this episode... It's slightly better. We follow Bumblebee and Optimus Prime as they take on the evil of Megatron and Cyclonus. (laughs) Yeah, that was Cyclonus. That was him. Yeah. (laughs) As you know, Thomas, Transformers is a show about transforming robots that lasted two seasons. Well, when it made it to the third season, a whole new cast of Transformers was created, and one of them was called Cyclonus. And however, he did not exist in the same time frame as Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. But here we have... So I'm talking like Optimus Prime in the
2: episode.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, no, you have to do it a little bit more choppy. (laughs) You have to sound like a robot when you're doing this, but also sound very excited. And, and throw
2: in a couple of death death lines too. <laughs> and then I got to end draft.
3: with. <laughs> <laughs> the humans waste so much fuel on primitive propulsion methods. A pity they cannot yet convert their fossil fuels to energon, as we did on Cybertron. Energon was the key to our civilization and powered our world for eons before the great war that brought us here. Bubblebee, shut down external systems and initiate stealth mode. We are approaching the location of the last known energy beacon. Optimus, the Decepticon signals is coming from just beyond that ridge. 2.7 megamiles due north. Well done, Bubblebee. Just be careful. Sensor arrays on high alert. They no doubt stationed a sentry nearby. Hey, alert's my middle name. Or would be if I ever had one. This is what I do best. Either my optical circuits are scrambled. That's Megatron. Stop wasting energy on these primitive carbon-based lifeforms. We cannot afford Autobot interference. Yes, Megatron. And But well, what are they doing here? There's nothing for miles around. Not above ground. The scanners are detecting a volatile chemical reserve underneath that abandoned building. Aliphatic hydrocarbons, isooctane, toluene, Megatron is mining fuel? It's of no use to him. Not in its current state, but if it were... Converted! Converted into Energon! Precisely. They cannot be allowed to succeed. Don't you worry, Prime. I'm going in! Do not let confidence cloud your caution, old friend. Perhaps a diversion is in order. A diversion? My liege, extinguish those flames before they spread the fuel reserves! Yes, I give that a try. Sound cha- mm, sounds like you're a little flat. Always look before you leave. Better turn it up, pal. This is my all time number one hit. Can it scrappy? I'm gonna shut you up once and for all. Your confidence clouds your caution. One down and one to go. Give it up, Autobots. Once again. I am two steps ahead. We have already mined massive amounts of energon from this spark-forsaken planet. You're going to need it. Curse you, Optimus Prime! I'll wipe you from the face of this world if it's the last thing I do. Good work, Bumblebee. The Decepticons are rash and reckless beings. That is why they will never defeat us. That is why they cannot win. Not as long as I'm around, they won't. No matter how hard they try. Never fear the darkness, old friend. Fear those who refuse to shine the light. Roll out! Transformers, the eye. Transformers, robots in
0: disguise. And, But you got in on something positive. Like, But yes... But that was the light. We must be the light, Bumblebee. The light that shines above all the Transformers to light them into a darkened... Ri- I don't... God, I can't think of anything right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. It's not to say darkened room, but... <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, they are, like, mixing characters and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, this Bumblebee is also not the normal Bumblebee. This is the Yellow Camaro Bumblebee. Well,
0: here's the thing that's weird. It started with Optimus Prime, who already looks completely different from the, fir- the last episode. In the first episode, Bumblebee looked like a construction worker bot, whereas in this one, he looks kind of similar to how oh, I'm used to seeing him in the a mix between, I think, the comics and the and the original is what he looked like. Yeah. And then then we go to Cyclonus, who does not look any different at all. He looks exactly the same, yet when they show his close-up, he is incredibly detailed, and I'm like, that looks awesome.
1: They spend all their budget on that frame.
0: And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, because... So, uh, Cyclone, I'm sorry, Cyclonus is like probably my
2: second or third favorite. Have they used them in any other, uh, Decepticon. like, Transformers series or
1: anything like that?
2: Cyclonus? Yeah.
1: Uh, he's a huge deal in the IDW comics. Does, does, he cool. have,
2: does he have the same design in the comics? Yeah. he. Uh... Yeah, he's
1: also gay <laughs> with Tailgate. And uh, it's precious. I'm sorry. I love Cyclonus because of the comics.
0: It was just an interesting story uh, how they use that. But no, in, as far as the cartoons go, most of the new creations from season three, I don't normally ever see come back. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is Skylink's from Transformers Prime, but even uh, he didn't look anything like. Oh yeah, Rodimus did come back in Transformers Energon, who Hot Rod looked up to, who who is the same per they're the same person in the original. It makes sense. It's fine. <laughs> it's so funny when they merge together to form one transformer. I'm like, but they're the same person. Hot Rodimus, is that a thing? <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, I don't think Cyclonus shows up in any of the cartoons. There's a guy named Cyclonus in Energon and Armada, but he's a completely different character and is nothing like this character at all. He's a helicopter. <laughs> he has a di- completely different personality and was created just for the show. But yeah, I'm, I would like to see Cyclonus show up in something, but yeah, he's not in any of the other... Oh yeah, he does show up in the Japanese Headmasters, where everyone forgets how powerful they are and they just kind of... Are buffoons now? They're the Bebop and Rocksteady, him and Scourge, to Megatron or Scorponok whichever whoever's in charge during
2: whatever episode you're watching. Well, enough about Cyclonus. This is a Starscream podcast, okay? So, <laughs> getting back on <laughs> yeah, topic. There is-
1: Excuse me, there has been no Starscream for the past uh, oh, two things. He showed I mean, up... we had a little bit of Star. Like <laughs> yeah. that, but... according,
0: according to episode one, the Autobots were led by Bumblebee, and the Decepticons were led by Starscream, because that's what the animation zoomed in on from both sides before they showed that Optimus and Megatron were the leaders later during the battles. Yeah,
2: So I guess with the way this episode starts, well, starting not Stars like just Megatron and Cyclonus just hanging out just doing their own grunt work like this they were on a mission that I would like Megatron would send somebody else out to do this not he just wouldn't be palling around with just Cyclonus digging in the dirt looking for Energon
1: that's <laughs> Cyclonus and Megatron were just having a date in the desert it's fine they just happened to find it John and they're like guess while we're here well,
2: I, shooting at rabbits <laughs> i like how
0: Optimus was Oh, my God. He was like, oh, these humans don't know how to convert oil into energon. As soon as they're there, they're like, oh, he's got oil. Oh, my God. What if he transforms this into energon? I'm like, you just said that.
1: I <laughs> just like how he had it? to explain the process of energon to Bumblebee. You mean the viewer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. As, <it> just, yeah. <laughs> this
1: well, is why we have the human character. So you have someone to explain to where it would make sense.
0: <laughs> okay, but get this. Did you hear... These humans were not able to convert oil into energon like we did on
2: Cybertron. Exactly. So That was another key thing with my limited understanding, and I thought I knew this pretty well. Cybertron is a robot planet. It was always made as a robot planet. Well,
0: unless you read the story of Sabertron that we read a few weeks ago. But
2: we're talking, he said Cybertron. (laughs) He did not say Sabertron, Okay.
1: You know, hey, it's a robot mean,
2: planet. There's no organic material.
1: Unless... Okay, but, but but hold up, hold up. In Angie one in the original shows, though, it does show them converting Earth's resources into energon. So they've had to have figured out some way to convert other things to energon at some point. Like, that's not new.
2: Well, but they're able to do that with a lot of different sources, so maybe it just was a coincidence that they could do it. But, the, I mean, it, yeah. but, but I mean but but I be but either way he says fossil fuels and he says that they had the way he says it it implies that they had fossil fuels on Cybertron. You know what? They did
0: you uh, there there is organic life and old fossil fuels. You know why? Because that happened in Beast Machines. <laughs> is did you oh. watch Beast Machines? I watched it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't.
0: Yeah, they, they discover, like, Optimus Primal discovers that the center of Cybertron actually has the remains of dirt and skeletons, and that, that Cybertron used to have organic life on it.
1: Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, of course, what's even more interesting, or based on what you like about Transformers, is also the ending, which, I don't know if I want to spoil it for you and have you just, you know, your mind blown at the end. Or I could just tell you right now. The Decepticons get away. There's no such thing as Decepticons now. Well, I know there's Megatron, yeah, but he's hooked up to life support or whatever he is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he never leaves his room. He's just hooked up there and just never Jesus. goes out. <laughs> and just like, that's why it was kind of boring. It's just like just one villain, maybe two or three. And you're just like, oh my God, it's the same thing over and over again. Oh, you're talking Don't about you Beast You mean no, Beast Machines. Oh, no. I thought
1: you were talking about G1. No, Beast Machines. Same, I thought we were talking the same about villain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no Beast Machines <laughs> just got kind of boring sometimes. It was just weird how they tried, they tried to change the whole mythology about Transformers with that show.
2: Yeah, I didn't like it. Well, I mean, I like that they were trying to flesh this stuff out, mm-hmm. but it never made sense with the existing lore. So it was just, I mean, are you guys just really just throwing away? Like, you don't want to fit in at all. You just want to do your own thing.
1: Just like these episodes. (laughs) Uh,
2: So what else do
0: you have to say about this episode, Sammy? Uh,
1: (laughs) I mean, like, back to the writing, I was, again, I I apparently get so distracted by the the structure of the writing that, like, the logic of the writing, like, I can't even get there. (laughs) Because everything that was coming out of Bumblebee's mouth Uh, was, like... It was like some kind of snappy comeback or some kind of snazzy thing, and I'm like, it is. It, please stop. Like it has been three minutes of you just nonstop, snappy comebacks. Wait, like, what you was he saying? Now.
0: What did he say that was a snappy comeback? Maybe I was just too distracted. He was throwing by out his... a bunch of one-liners when he attacked yeah. Cyclonus with a guitar. Oh, okay, yeah. He said you're <laughs> feeling kind of flat. No, he said <laughs> you're feeling kind of flat after he hit him with the guitar. And then Cyclonus is on the ground, so it's like you know, it's a pun- it's a funny pun. Yeah, right? I, th- I think that's what she's talking about. Where yes,
1: like- the really bad things, and there's a line where he's, "I'd be my middle name if I had one," <laughs> like last nervous laughter at his own joke for one thing, and then two thing, <laughs> you don't even have a last name. This joke doesn't work. Like literally, it just.
2: Just a first and a middle name, a middle name with no nothing else to end it with, like oh, a, can't middle have a middle name. name. The... the last name.
0: Bumblebee's about to dash in there because, as Thomas has pointed out on numerous occasions, the Autobots are bloodthirsty. They are and, and no
2: like... kind of they have no discipline at all, no training. <laughs> and like that's one thing they they try to keep in line with all the original episodes like the very, I I don't know if it happened in the first episode but definitely in the the following episodes I've seen after that there's always been an Autobot that just runs like, it has to be stopped (laughs) from just dashing in and attacking a whole team uh, with this they just run they want to run in single handedly none of them are warriors
1: but let me just go and fight I think someone still has some hatred for cliff jumpers.
0: <laughs> Optimus <laughs> stops Bumblebee and says, If they don't see us, you know, we could we can cause a distraction and then just okay. cuts to Bumblebee's face with his mouth <laughs> agape and it pauses <laughs> <laughs> he's it's just so like long. <laughs>
2: He's like, a distraction? What's that? Yeah, like, I'm wondering, like, was our video messed up or something? Because it just hangs there with a still shot for a few seconds, and it immediately cuts to just a random explosion. You can't tell if somebody shot something at it. Megatron and Cyclones, they don't react as if they had just been shot at. Here's their their distraction. Cause
0: them to look at the explosion and then jump out of the explosion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh. Logic. You no, know, I guess it does work because then Optimus, you know, uses his magic axe to chop down Cyclonus at the end. But then after that, it's just regular, you know, Transformers fair They could try the, trans-
1: and... the transformations were better in this episode. Yeah, everything
0: yeah. was, everything had a lot more shading, I think, on it compared to the
2: last one to make it look sure. a little more 3D-ish, whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think this one actually had like a like a Transformers ending theme. Yeah. I mean, it had one. I don't like it, but it had one.
0: And it was a story, too. It had a beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. Like, the first one was more of, like, a prologue. Yeah. Yeah. But I also wonder why they didn't make any more of these. Like, they clearly had a prologue and an episode one, and then uh, that's it. We're done. Do you You really I, I wonder say. why there weren't more <laughs> of these episodes? Hey, according <laughs> to the site, it was the most watched thing on Hasbro for two months straight, both episodes. So that's four that's months total. because
1: Hasbro had nothing else to watch. <laughs>
0: They had the My Little Pony flash and all the other random stuff like games and I don't know what else was on there. I didn't. I've never frequented the sites.
2: I don't think MLP was that popular back then. Did like no. the newer show come out by then?
1: Two
2: thousand eight. No, it came yeah, out.
1: No. It came out like a year or two afterwards.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think Hasbro really had anything going for them until this Transformers stuff started up again. I <laughs> also like how uh, I remember Optimus was like. It, this
0: was in the prologue. He goes, Oh, then we found the Matrix." I'm like, "Where?" <laughs> it's just like, and then I, I guess it chose me as leader. It's not really explained. It just says, <laughs> "I'm
2: Optimus Prime," and I, and I found a Matrix. So he just kind of like, well, but yeah, he didn't it was kind of like happenstance. Like they were losing, but then all of a sudden the Matrix stepped in. It just cool. showed up, like, Still during the battle, someone tripped over it and said,
0: hey, we've been missing this for 10,000 yeah, years. Yeah, they
2: said that they found this ancient <laughs> artifact. That's what he said. So, yeah, like, it's not like somebody had it and passed it down or they they were keeping it in a vault or anything. It was just like, hey, we were looking for Energon, but we found this thing.
0: <laughs> I, I think it could have, if you wanted to do a web series for kids, this could've probably could have been something that could have lasted a while, but then maybe they just didn't have the budget to hire something just for the internet like that.
1: I mean, certainly not back then.
0: Also, remember this was only the year after YouTube. The year after YouTube aired. No, this yeah, was 2008. You- YouTube- yeah, YouTube showed up in 2007.
1: Yeah, I thought it was 2007, 2006. Yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube's not that old. I thought YouTube
2: was around when I was in high school, which was oh my god, Thomas, earlier than 2003.
1: Yeah, it was a, it, it first began in middle school for me, uh, showing my age. That was my last uh, year of
0: grad school, and because I remember. Yes,
1: we have the internet for this.
0: Yeah, let me Google YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just wondering how how much data people were able to put on websites like that. 2005. Or, oh, damn, I guess I didn't even discover it till 2006. Seven. I know, I know, I know, I saw it at some point. I started making little things, and I you know, tried to make my own first video and back then. They're all awful. I mean, I'll have to
2: show them to you later. <laughs> well, I guess that if that makes sense, because the early YouTube days, there were video limits. The, they wouldn't let you upload a video longer than... I think at first it was maybe like five or six minutes, but then it went up to ten minutes. Yeah, but event. this is Hasbro, so it would have been on their site
0: directly. The guy that worked on these on his blog had all the links hosted, and they were all from YouTube. So, does anyone want to come up with a BS continuity explanation for why Cyclonus is there? No. All right, <laughs>
1: magic uh
0: no it's uh it's okay. this isn't actually gonna be in the continuity of anything, so I just thought it'd be fun to watch something that's inspired by G one, even though it was almost its own thing but didn't really last that long.
2: I really want to just say that this is just a fan edit kind of thing, but I mean, hasbro paid for it, so
1: <laughs> I feel like it might have done well as a kid show on the internet like nowadays,
2: yeah. I mean, as a web series, I, I don't think it was. I mean, that it's bad. certainly
1: better than what's out now with Machinima.
2: Yes, I was gonna say, uh. yeah, that web <laughs> series. I sat through two episodes of that, and I'm never gonna watch anymore.
1: Uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, a, that's, guys... a, that's a topic. This topic for another another episode.
2: <laughs> and they but... make that stuff so hard to watch too, because I think I they know. get rid of the episodes after should... like a week or something.
1: How did we can? We can talk about this later. I, I just want to bring it up for five
0: seconds. I, know, I haven't even watched it. Because uh, I'm minute. so mad about
1: it.
0: Wow, I can't believe you say this is better than those shows. Because I haven't watched a single episode yet.
2: Inoffensive is better than bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, this is pretty easy to seek out. I recommend people just check it out. It's only going to be five minutes of your time. It's literally just five minutes
1: of your time. Yeah, it really isn't that bad.
0: Have you enjoyed our small gem of a tale that we found? <laughs> And signing off, I'm Sean. This is Thomas.
1: (laughs) Samabus.
2: The pause. She didn't really want to say it, but she's like, I gotta go with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. And and together we are...
0: Sparkast.